So hang on, what the absolute heck is a powdered egg? Excuse me. Well, powdered eggs are are like whole eggs. So have you ever had like dehydrated stuff like like powdered milk, right? No. <laughs> you haven't had powdered milk either? What the hell? <laughs> no. That sounds so weird. What do you do? You just add like you add water to yeah, milk. Yeah, you just add water it. to oh, milk. Oh gosh, why? And then like so it's like food storage, like long-term food storage. You're not going to like have like liquid milk. It, it's basically... Just get a cow. You can't do that if you're going to have like food storage and like the apocalypse is going to come. You can. The cow's name is Betty and I love her. But the apocalypse and the nukes are going to come and then like there's going to be no more cows. I will save the cows personally. Oh... <sighs> Okay, but seriously, is it just like yeah. dehydrated egg goo? It is literally just like powdered egg. It's yellow. Does it, does it taste good? It tastes exactly like it's just an egg. You have to cook it. Does, did, what? <laughs> yeah. So so imagine like like you um, crack open an egg and then you stir it. And then you have like that yellow mesh, amalgamated mesh of fats and proteins. Yeah, egg slime. Yeah, egg slime. Just get rid of all the liquid and that's, and then like crunch it up into a very tiny powder in a blender. That's it. Can you plan? I want to sprinkle this on like a salad and be very confused. No, no, you want to cook it first. I want to make the worst Cobb salad. I cannot be stopped. You have to add water Uh, and then you have to cook it. Okay. Okay. This sounds good. This sounds good. I will. I, I have a new a new plan for for the weekend. Uh, speaking of introducing things, um, hi, hello, welcome to Attractive Snorts, the absolute best named little mini podcast, sneaky little four part podcast project thingy that we are doing. I am Bunny Hearted. This is my co host Avery Dance. Quick, say hello. Hi. <laughs> in this series we're talking about uh, game design streaming virtual reality and really whatever the heck else we want to you're stuck with us uh today to start we we thought we'd talk a little bit about our histories of gaming personally and like why why we got into it why we're nerds so avery why are you a nerd why am i a nerd i would have to say that that's because of my my dad uh yeah so um, long story short, I, I no long story long, cause this is 45 minutes, right? Long story long. Long yeah, story let's long. Go for it. All go right, for let's it. go. Whole hog. Let's go. So the history of games, it started in 1950s with tic-tac-toe, <laughs> tennis for two and space wars. In the 1970s, Pong was invented in 1980s, uh, cartridges, organ tail. In 1980, Nintendo Jimothy Game system. invented the arcade machine. <laughs> In the 1990s was the SNES, and the Nintendo Entertainment System, or the NES, was the first gaming console that I had. Well, no, I think I had a different one. So my dad had, like, the really old, I don't remember, so, like, there, there's that, uh, like, it was black, and then there was white on the screen, and then, like, and then like you, you clicked a button, and then you jumped, and there was, like, a stick. I had that for a while, but like, uh, oh, I don't remember what that, that was. Atari? It's not I Commodore, it, I don't think. It might be Atari, I'm not sure. Did it have Pong? 
I don't know. I only ever played the jump thing and it was in like our closet and like I had to open up the closet to plug it into our black and white TV. I feel like it'd be really easy to come up with an interesting narrative about being in closets and gaming here, but <laughs> I refuse to do it. <laughs> I mean, well, the, uh, what's it called? Um, so that was the same place where I jumped off of the balcony. Uh, but that's a different story. Uh, um, <laughs> I thought you, I was super okay. mad. You were okay. <laughs> I thought I was super mad. And yeah. Uh, so, so I had the SNES, um, was like the first gaming console that I remember having. I don't remember any like actual games. Maybe I had like Sonic Pinball. Um, but we also had like a computer. Oh, we also had like PS1 um, that my that my dad's friends brought over when they were playing Descent. No, not Descent. Uh, like a tabletop board game. It wasn't D&D. It was like D&D adjacent. It was like rooms and like loot and dungeon crawlers. Hero Quest, maybe? I think I've actually played Hero Quest. It's yeah. And I don't know if it's called. Oh, I don't remember the name of it either. And Things so- we could research and post, but we won't. We will. We're not going to come back in and edit anything. No, that's 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 my job, and I'm not going to do it. Fair enough. <laughs> the so I had like Sonic T- Pinball had like the TMNT arcade game on the thing. Then I had like the Dreamcast. Um, my dad got the PS2. I eventually got like an Xbox 360. Uh, but wait, before that, I had the GameCube where I had like Sonic. Oh, I played like Sonic Adventures. Oh, and then like. Uh, and then, and then, like ever since like the Xbox 360, then I had my own PC, um, and then I got like a PS3, and now I have like VR, and that is that's the history. That's that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. That was, that was an awful lot crammed into a a, a very a very quick rampage through yeah personal <laughs> video games history. I feel like you're you're standing in front of a dramatic rainbow that's like knowing it's half the battle of just listing every console. <laughs> yeah. That's fun though. Uh, I feel like I have a bit of a maybe an inverse bell curve kind of thing when it comes to gameriness. What do you mean? When I was real, real small, um, also I think primarily through through my dad, we got a a personal computer. Wow, so wild! And it had Windows three point one on it, which was the fashion at the time, of course. Um, and I happened to get chickenpox, so. I had nothing to do for for a good while, and we had Red Baron on like six, not even floppy disks. They weren't even floppy at this point. They were like chonky disks. On six chonky disks, we had Red Baron, like the first one. And I think there was a, a joystick that went with it or something too. And it completely and absolutely blew my flip in mind. I was flying around, shooting down various German planes and parachuters and all of that stuff. Uh, basically entirely convinced that this was the, the most realistic and phenomenal gaming could, could ever become. It turns out I was slightly wrong. Uh, but I played slightly. the absolute heck out of that. Um, and the, the only real console gaming experience that I had close to that, that era was, I think I may have had chicken pox again. <laughs> I don't. I'm not sure. There was another reason that I that I was out get for, for a while and, and and sick. Yeah, I think you can only get them once. It must have been something else the uh, the second time. Um, but we we rented a a console to keep me entertained while I was stuck at home. 
And it had like an Indiana Jones game on it. I think it was just a, a Super Nintendo. And that one also also stuck with me a little bit because I was like, yo, controllers, what even is this? It's got an A and a B button. Wild. Uh, but then it sort of dropped off for a bit. When we when we did eventually get consoles in, um, my, my sibling played like, you know, Ocarina of Time and stuff like that. But I was primarily the one watching. I'd be like, ooh, this is really neat. Well. Ooh, do this thing. Ooh, throw the bomb here. Ooh, jump on the horse. Ooh, tell the horse that I love them. Please, please tell the horse that I love them. Uh, and so I, I didn't really get back into games again until like around the turn of the millennium uh, because I would steal one of my parents' work laptops and play like really silly top-down shooters and stuff on it. Uh, and I, I guess I, I really continued with PC gaming. I never really got a console. The the only console that I that I own for like non-important work purposes is a Wii U, which was like the one lemon console to get. Uh but I've been doing PC gaming now since like the the turn of the millennium, um and primarily like strategy games and simulation games and multiplayer socially games. But really it's the the strategy simulation games that that stuck with me the most. I think I played Total Annihilation and my mind was blown just as much as it was blown when I first played Red Baron because I I thought I could do anything in that game. Looking back, I have like three decades of like just games that are on my brain. Did you ever have like that um handheld StarCraft thing that you got at like McDonald's or something where like uh it was like a space shooter thing and it was like you clicked left and right and then you like shot asteroids and that was it you just turned it was on it, wait hang on you, you said starcraft thing was it like a starcraft Not star, star trek asteroids star trek thing no i didn't yeah it was like it was like but, a shape but also there, like there, were, there were you know parental yuppies in my life so mcdonald's and that stuff was not the most common which is probably for the better so yeah well i love mcdonald's it's my favorite fast food place, minus the fact that I like Wendy's better. Uh, <laughs> your your favorite fast food place, minus the fact that you like this other fast food place better. <laughs> yeah. Attractive. Right. Of course. Of course. <laughs> oh, shoot. Now they're going to understand the name. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Yes, so I'm going to set up more more push to talk just so that I, I stop snorting on the on the microphone. <laughs> You'll never... Never. So I guess, what do you feel was the um, the game that sticks with you the the most from your childhood? What was like a formative video game? Formative video game. I would have to say that um, it might be RuneScape because that was so. So I didn't have the console for the longest time, um, and then when I did have the console, we only had like one or two games. But PC games, you can get anything for free if you try hard enough and are willing to get as many viruses as possible. Uh, yeah, exactly. You got you got to collect the whole set. It's the the early two thousands. Yeah, where everything was a virus. Um, especially when even you, your mom. No, no, not really. Don't worry. About <laughs> all right, we're going back to the like nineteen nineties when those are insults. Got yeah, it. your mama jokes were all the thing. I know. Yeah, yeah. You know, that reminds me of the time when I sat on the bus and they were talking your mama bus jokes. That's it. That's all I'm <laughs> oh, going to say. <laughs> that sounds good. That sounds good. We should leave it there. Yeah. But like, um, the, so I, so I played RuneScape, right? So we didn't have internet, uh, at our house. We didn't have, cause like internet with the newfangled thing when like you had to have like Netscape or something. 
America Online CDs. America Online. Let's go. Oh, that reminds me of the CD that I got in the mail for you, the Yu-Gi-Oh! trading card game. That oh was something. Gosh. That does yeah. sound like something. But we're not talking it's about RuneScape. that. We're talking about RuneScape. So RuneScape, I played RuneScape so much. Like, I would go to... Um, oh, no, wait. Then I have, like, Halo with my friend. I have a lot of... There's a lot of... Games are, like, 80% of my life. <laughs> games are 80% of your life. Okay. Yeah, the other 20 by, 20% I guess is what, sleep. Uh, what, about, what about RuneScape made it stand out for you? It was free. <laughs> That's fair enough. I think especially when you're a small bean. Yeah. I played the heck out of RuneScape, but I could only play for like an hour at a time because the library card that I had. Um, oh, no. I was probably the reason why they put a restriction on the time limit for library cards. Yeah. Because I would stay there from dawn until dusk until the library closed. Like I would wake up, like set my alarm, get up right when the library started, uh, opened, and then I would leave. Uh, sometimes get on the bus to go to a different library to use my card for more time. <laughs> so you were, you were scheming the system then. You were committing various amounts of library fraud for strategic video game purposes. Of course I was. And there are people actually there sitting down, um, applying for jobs, looking for like research. And I was there doing like video games. And eventually, eventually, they completely removed RuneScape from like the uh, library system. So that way I couldn't play it anymore. Well, shoot, you got bamboozled. Yeah, so I had to like actually go over to friends and play with friends. It's ridiculous. I feel like if if I'd gotten into that game, it would have it would have blown my mind too. I didn't I didn't play oh. an MMO until until a while later. So, RuneScape, right? RuneScape has a system where you combine like coal and iron to make steel, and you combine like tin and copper to make bronze. And so, in the sixth grade, my teacher. Um, was doing like a feudal system, teaching us like the feudal system, like kings and nobles mm -hmm. and whatnot. Uh, so I was like, teacher, 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 this is exactly like RuneScape. This is exactly like RuneScape. Like you can, and so I tried so hard to petition for the school to allow the school library to let us play RuneScape. And I was so close, but I got pneumonia and was hospitalized. But beside that, uh, oh no! So, uh, and like my whole Your sixth political grade was ambitions shot. were dashed. Yeah. So uh, I was like, teacher, teacher, teacher. Like, um, if we combine tin and copper, we get bronze. And she's like, Yeah, you learned that from a game. Yes, I did. So we should play RuneScape because we learn more about the feudal system. And if you combine iron and coal, you get steel. It's like, Yeah, that's exactly it. And if you combine, uh, like two iron and coal, you get better steel. And if you combine <laughs> mithril and coal, you get mithrite. And she's like, I don't know what that means. But yeah, that's exactly the most the most certain myth right's a real thing, but it yeah. sounds educational. <laughs> I feel like if you didn't get sick, you would have you would have gone the whole way, the whole way through with Definitely. It. So like we had like the surfs thing, right? So like in sixth grade, like we had to like sit on the floor and like partition to the the higher ups, which is our teacher, like can we do this or can we do that? And we had to do like menial tasks. And then I was so like ready to be like the king and queen. Um, 
system and then like do nothing like just have like days where we just get to play and have fun um i missed all of i was just the surf and then like uh and, and then i got and then i got sick and never did anything again like i slept on the so, couch. wait hang on you're yeah. telling me that you 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 were a surf and you maybe caught the plague this seems like yeah. a very a very accurate simulation of life <laughs> <laughs> yeah so when i so if you get your if you get your work done early um then you can go and sit on the couch um, and just kind of relax and do nothing. And I always got my work done early. So I sat on the couch and then went to sleep and didn't wake up until like she had a hard time waking me up because like um, I didn't have enough oxygen to my brain. So that was like, that was fun. Uh, so that, that specifically does not actually sound fun. Yeah. Oh, I also tried like so hard to be like pixel perfect on a sheet of paper. I had like rulers and I had like, so like we had to make like, like the pyramid, right? Where where you have like serfs and then like no, uh, nobles and then like kings and queens and then like dukes mm -hmm. and like you have like all that and you have to like make a pyramid. I spent like three days creating the perfect triangle on a piece of paper. And yet, of the two of us, I think I'm the one that does pixel art more. What yeah. the heckity? You should well, do I more did, pixel art. I did do pixel art when I was younger, and then I stopped because I didn't want to do it anymore. Have you considered doing more pixel art? No, because it takes forever. I know, but it's great. It's like relaxing. It's real cozy. Did I you ever like, do like Newgrounds? Um, oh, I did. I did a little bit. I did a little bit eventually. Like yeah, Flash, Flash games were. Because they were yeah, free. Flash games were on my list to, to talk about too. Free games for sure. I think um, one of the, the most formational games for me, once I, once I sort of figured out what gaming was and I had a couple of games under my belt, uh, there was this game that I saw in a like... Where it was in like a bargain bin in a Costco or something like that. Uh, in the year 2000, right after it came out, it was the, the game Earth 2150. Um, I don't remember who made it, maybe Sierra Studios or somebody. Uh, and it was Sierra, just like they made 3D, 3D strategy game, um, uh, where you could build like, it was basically a total annihilation style game. Uh, but you could edit the terrain. So you could build trenches and put your defense towers behind the trenches. You could dig a tunnel system underground and there were alien artifacts. Um, and I was entirely convinced that you could do literally anything in this game. It was like the biggest, most, most impressive, coolest video game project ever. Um, and that's literally all that I wanted to do when I was small was play Earth 2150 for forever. I, I would write when I was at school, like notebooks full of base defense strategies. Uh, and then my like two friends who I conned into playing this dork ass strategy <laughs> game with me uh, would be kind of kind of into it, but not nearly as enthused as I was. And we, we'd play some like land games on occasion on the weekend. Uh, but then finally the, the, the internet existed and that, that saved my bacon a little bit, but I did, I did indeed play lots of, lots of new ground games. I remember the stick man fighting games. You have like the stick oh. man with a gun and you've got to like rampage yeah. through and blow everything up. And we were all like, Oh, it's scandalous and gory. And we're 13 or so. So and they had like know. the animations. <laughs> did you ever play like stick man RPG complete? No, I don't think so. Oh, uh, that's like, is that like action studios? I forget. But Sierra, Return to Crondor. It's my favorite, <laughs> like, to awful Crondor. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, have you... Have you not... Me by... No, I don't think so. Let's see, Return to Crondor. Return uh, Earth to... was made by SSI. 
Return to Crondor was made by um, Pyrotechnics, 7th level. Was, I thought it was Sierra. Yeah, it, it is Sierra. Strategic the box Sierra. Simulations Incorporated. So Return which to is merged into Mind Escape. It's the one game, like when we were coming up with the topic and you're like, let's talk about old games. So there's like two games that I want to talk about. Vampire the Masquerade and Return to Crondor. Oh, we're definitely going to talk about Vampire the Masquerade. Because yes. that, that was probably the, the next formational game for me. Um, but what, what the heck is Return to Crondor? It's an awful game. But I love it. Wait, Beast with but Gabriel Knight, Beast Within. That's so the other far. one. That's the other one uh, that I have dreams about. Uh, so, <laughs> that you have well, dreams about. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Gabriel Knight, The Beast Within is a point and click adventure game that was live action, right? So they took a picture Ooh. of like of like a room and then they took a green screen capture and rotoscoped a person inside the room and then they would have like cutscenes for you to talk to people and so it was that's like that's really cool it was like a live action like really old like when was that created gabriel i think that i they, i actually Knight. have it on gog but i've never played it but it's pretty pretty old yeah that's really it's, old it's up there 1995 so uh i tried playing that but i could never get like past like the first or second level um just because i was very awful at cognitive stuff because i was a kid um <laughs> fair enough but then like return to crondor i also didn't get very far i never got out of the city but like return to crondor was amazing Wait, so hang on what what is what is return to crondor what is the city is, is so, crondor the city so return is to crondor like from new york is a turn and the barbarian 3d uh let's see it, it's a role-playing game set in uh let's see it was released in i don't care about like Okay, never mind. It's not telling me anything about what it is. Okay, so I'll just tell you. So okay, it's tell like, me. So it's I like love, a turn-based um, RPG system where there's like so much nostalgia in there. But it's an awful game. Like it's not balanced really well. Um, like you spend all of your time gaining gold in the city for like the first half of the game. And then the second half, like gold is completely useless. And it's, it's very hard if you didn't like set yourself up to begin with, like with enough potions and stuff, like you can literally soft lock yourself from like actually finishing the game. Oh, crepes. <laughs> uh, Back like, in the days before game design. I, I played, days. I played all of it on my, my second YouTube channel. Um, just no commentary, just me playing it. Cause like, it was really fun. I liked it, but it's, it's, it was really, I just, there's like, it's like nostalgia. Like you're, you're a thief, right? That's reformed thief. There's, there's like, it's, this is like a sequel. I don't like the first one cause it wasn't like a turn. Just, there's like a lot. <laughs> it sounds like there's a lot. Yeah. I mean, uh, and I think that you, you mentioned something important that perhaps we should talk about in a future, in a future topic too, is that you, you've described this as, as both a bad game and really fun. And I just think that's a really cool, um, I'm, I'm trying not to say dialectic. It's, it's a really cool divide. You can say dialectic. I don't care. It's too late. It's too late. Um, it's, it's just a really cool, it's a really cool divide. I, I like the idea that a game can be bad design wise as, as far as we can, as far as we can determine, but also like really fun. I mean, and the game that we made was awful, but I love it. Oh, that was that. that I, I just like standing in that room stacking things. Also, yeah. stack them free on itch.io. We made it randomly in 48 hours one weekend. Yeah. If, if you're <laughs> while wondering, I was in a hotel room. Yeah. 
If you're wondering, like, why we're talking about games or like what qualifies us to talk about games is we make our games. We've made games. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, and we're dorks. We're, we're big old dorks. Yeah. Which is primarily that we're them. dorks. Yeah. yeah. And we met in a game. Uh, Some sort of virtual reality chatting game. It's weird. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like we're both VR tubers. I remember reason. when you didn't Wild. have feet. They, I haven't even had virtual legs for a year yet. Yeah. I've had them for like seven months or something. Okay. Did you want to talk anything else even. before Vampire? Uh, I would like to talk more about delaying talking about Vampire. Um, and I want to talk. <laughs> Hang on. I'm going to pretend that I'm about to go on a four hour rant about Battlezone 2, but I won't. Anyways, Battlezone 2 is a really good game and I recommend you look it up. However, also a really good game, Vampire the Freaking Masquerade, Freaking Bloodlines. Yes. I did yes. not play that until like 10 years after its inception. I played it like the day it came out. I'm so sorry. I'd never played. I'm so I'd never sorry. played. You know what? It's okay. It was a buggy mess, and it was the best thing that I'd ever played. Uh, I hadn't played the tabletop game before, but I knew some people who did play it. I would get into like tabletop gaming uh, a, a few years later, um, which is now a big part of my life. I'm 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 on tabletop gaming channels too. I'm a dweeb, um, but I never really played a, a like an, an open world ish narrative game like that before. I'd basically only played strategy games um, or like pvp shoot 'em ups or pvp fight 'em ups like i i, I played like I'm maybe guild to wars PvP. one before bloodlines but i don't even remember if that was before bloodlines or not um and like i it was probably the the game that got me into the the idea of game design and game development like here you had this this new source engine coming out that i was all like watching the news on and like what was this 2004 or something when i was in like high yeah. school uh that i was all excited about because it was going to revolutionize 3d gaming and it looked like the coolest thing ever and you know i'd played an awful lot of team fortress maybe there's going to be a future one of those wow uh and there were you, you were seeing preview videos of this where you could see like rain on the end of a, a window with like distorted outdoor lighting and it, it just looked like the freaking future uh, and hopping into that that world, I never I never played a, a game like that before. Like I played Diablo and stuff, which has like a spooky theme. Oh, but it's very different when you're part of the spooky theme and you're you're suddenly entrenched in this whole interconnected narrative. I still quote lines from Masquerade Bloodlines literally all the time, absentmindedly, and I don't even necessarily know that I'm doing it. <laughs> Really, that's I don't, how, uh, I, how foundational it was for me. You know, when you're when you first start the game and you go you go to that beach and you got to go up to that house to like beat up the guys to get yeah. the dude his stuff back. Yeah. You gotta get the bomb or whatever. I forget. You're you stealing the bomb back for What's them. Or um, Marcusio, uh, no Marcusio. Yeah, I think it's is it Marcusio or is it? Um, yeah, it's Mercutio. I think so. But you're, you're you're going to the beach again, and you you meet the um the the thin bloods on the beach, right? Mm -hmm. And one of them is telling you like visions of the future. Uh, and if you keep pressing her, because I was so fascinated by this, she starts saying like, "I don't know what I say. Ignore what I say." Um, and I literally say that all the time when I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I I don't remember any quotes. Why can't I remember? Nope, nope. I, 
I have just played it several times, and that's it. I don't quote it like I do TMNT. Napkins. You don't quote it like you do. Um, sorry, I missed what you said for for the, what you do quote. TMNT. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. File the Teenage Eaters. Mutant Ninja Turtles. I never, I never played or watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I've seen the 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 one movie, the live action movie. I've seen that one once. I don't <laughs> know which. Culture. There's a lot of those. The the one from like the nineties, maybe. There's there's also a lot of those. It's got like a guy in it with like he, a hockey stick, maybe. Oh, that was the first one, I think. Or that I think the third that one. one. Yeah. Like, oh gosh. Oh gosh, we're, we're on a podcast about culture, and you're revealing how wildly uncultured I am. Um, yeah, but it's so- fine. I'm cultured enough for the both of us. But vampire, okay, like, Whew. I love the Source Engine because it's so easy to mod. Mm-hmm. And I've like tried to take things out of like Vampire, and it didn't work. Like, I we tried to do well. I tried to like extract assets so that way I can rebuild them in VRChat and it just didn't work because like it's so old it's it's like on a beta version of the source engine which no one is developed uh, any resources for to put into actual Blender stuff mm-hmm. I feel like we, we should circle back around and do that because it would just be so fun to have a world that's just a Santa Monica you can walk through yeah but also I don't want to do <laughs> I, I know want, it's, it's a ton of work, but it's, it would it's be work. so cool. I got yeah. so close and I was like, now I have to learn how to code Python for this. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> you, you say to the person who was just coding freaking Python 2.7 all morning for some chaotic nonsense reason. Well, if you create so, the extracting assets, then I will finish it up. Okay. Well, by our powers combined, but maybe I, there will one day upcoming future VR chat map revealed here. Um, I love so what Vampire. Part of Bloodlines stood out to you the most. I would say that um, the reason why I like it is um, I love games that don't focus on the combat. Mm-hmm, me too. Uh, so anything like Call of Duty is just completely off the radar for me. But Vampire has a theme. Like, there's story-driven games, right? So you have, like, The Witcher and Skyrim, which have um, kind of, like, jank or whatever uh, uh, combat systems that are, that are fairly, like, low-level. You, you don't need to worry about, like, Dark Souls level of difficulty. It's, it's there to be engaged with, but not to be the main focus. Um, and then mm. Vampire is there to, to really just talk to people in a very dark theme i love dark themes but i hate horror (laughs) the reason why i hate horror is because my brain does weird things with horror that makes me stay up at night and like makes everything kind of scary i do remember a couple of weeks ago playing mortuary's assistant while you were virtually watching over my shoulder making terrified squeaks yeah which i was also making to be fair that game is terrifying however (laughs) this checks out (laughs) But I love the um who's the fat security guard? Oh, the guy like outside of the, the art gallery. Yeah. And who also um gets a new job at LaCroix Manor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I love when you're um I just recently played the uh what's it called? Nosferatu playthrough. Nosferatu. And um I just love how everyone was like, oh, 
Mm-hmm. And I think that's, disgusted. That, that's a big part of what, what made it stand out to me so much is that it feels like it's reacting to your, your decisions the whole way through. And it's, you know, like now, now I understand how those kind of games are put together and there's, you end up with Not only do I understand, that I have extracted them and However. I can rebuild them. <laughs> I have seen yes. the dialogue list. I know how these games are built. <laughs> but it, it just felt like, like nothing I, I, I'd ever experienced before, right? Like this is before Dragon Age or anything else like that for me. It was just like... Yo, what? If if I'm a Malkavian, I can go talk to the bus stop sign. If I if I'm a Nosferatu, people on the street run away from me screaming. Uh, it just felt like it was taking so much into account in the dialogue trees, and it was voiced, and it was just so so cool. I mean, the part that really sold it for me, and I, I feel like we talked about this before, and I know it wasn't your favorite part, um, is the ghost house, because I, I went into that expecting to be like in a gunfight with ghosts, and you just walk through a spooky house. Yeah. I, and it was the coolest. I loved that. The ghost so house much. is all right. I I I like. Um, oh, it's all right. I see. I more. see. Podcast over. Get out. Podcast <laughs> over. I'm just cutting out your section of talking about the ghost house because I have the editing power. Fair enough. Well, now pretend I went on a rant about the ghost house for four hours. Yeah. Definitely. And I had wow, to, so but this is only a 45 minute podcast. Like I've been sitting here. <laughs> I, I ordered food. Oh my God. I, but I, imagine the dishes in the kitchen and the, yeah. the, you go into the basement, you fall through the floor and you find out the whole thing. It, it's, I mean, it, now actually I haven't played a bunch of tabletop games. It's really neat how connected it is to um, like how things work mechanically in tabletop world of darkness with the anchors and stuff. But don't worry I, about it. I'm a nerd. I played the um, new vampire masquerade fifth edition. Uh, like the uh, mm-hmm. theatrical release, no, the beta release, I think. Uh, yeah. with my friends, and I love the uh the hunger system where if you if you get rid of your if you get too hungry, then the DM takes control of your character. Yeah, everything goes haywire. The yeah. beast. But also, I love the um. Uh, apocalypse system. I never played the apocalypse system. I've only seen other people play it because I don't. Oh my have, gosh! I don't have a. I don't have a group of people that I play with. I will drag you into tabletop gaming on the internet. It will happen. I am looking forward to it. It's been a year and you haven't yet, so I'm not. Well, I have I not free time, but now I do. We're even doing a podcast about it. Yeah, we're doing a podcast about something that will never happen. It'll happen. Don't worry about it. Announced here: VR chat worlds and tabletop gaming. <laughs> yeah. The, um, but yeah, the vampire, like, there's a lot of times where, like, I, you expect to go down and fight something, right? Like, Patricia, I think, the, um, person who is the blood ghoul. Uh, oh, wait, hang on, the blood ghoul. Or do you mean the, um, the, the one that's more of a cannibal that doesn't yeah. just drink blood, but that consumes the whole body? Yeah. I forget what they're, what they're called. Uh, I've played either. one of them in a tabletop game before. So, like, you go down and then you talk to them. You don't kill them. You yeah, could if you wanted to. She's really nice. <laughs> I like, I like the option where you can just talk your way out of the entire conversation, like the entire game. Like, you never have to experience combat. Like, that's an amazing feeling where you can just talk mm. your way through everything. That's why I like, um, not pray, like, uh. 
Indigo Prophecy? No. Indigo Prophecy was Heavy Rain thing that I was going to go on a rant about. Uh, we can go on a rant about Heavy Rain, too. Yeah. But I don't know a lot of games that, like, at the end, the Trekker games was, like, on a crunch, and they didn't get to do everything that they needed to, and there was, like, a patch for all that, but, like, the sewer system, uh, skip, um, basically... The combat was the least interesting part about that game. Oh, oh, absolutely. Combat's not even very good in it. Like, you, you have a couple of guns. None of them are terrifically effective. Um, and you're just sort of trying not to die desperately fighting the mechanics more than the enemy is my, my memory of it. And like the last and like three hours of the it game is just combat. the best thing ever. Yeah, it, it is. You're like climbing a tower and fighting the sheriff. Well, I guess depending on what you do. You might do something different. Uh, I guess you could like just talk your way out of it, but then you die. Spoilers. Yeah. For Spoilers like, for a 15 year old game. game. I do. I really love that. Um, that plot twist actually. That's fun. I think my favorite thing, one like, is, uh-oh. um, the werewolf ending. Oh, I forget how the werewolf ending goes. You'd remember. It's an Easter egg ending. This is familiar to me, but I, I feel like I'm going to have to look up ending videos. It's been a very long time since I, I went through and did all of them. And I do I do remember there being a werewolf one. Yep. I will say no more. You just have to go look it okay. up. I'm going to look it up later and I'll be like, yo, mind reblown again. Wow. <laughs> So that 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 the the mystery one is your your favorite ending. Which which faction do you typically side with if you if you weren't going for the werewolf ending? Uh usually Who do you who do you think are cool? Anarch? The Sabbat well, or the Camarilla or the Anarchs? Not like um the Lone Wolf. <laughs> you can't really I've be never, friends with the Sabbat. I've, what? I don't remember if you can even really be friends with the Sabbat and that. You can with the um attribution mod or like there's a whole like mod where they had like voice actors come in and they created like more content. That's my next playthrough that I'm doing next Halloween. Ooh, that'll be fun. The clan quest mod, I think, or something like that. So that that could be a really fun addition. And you can and you can side with the um, flesh golem person thing. Shamir? No. Samisi. The good old house of house of flesh. They're cool. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah. So I. There. I'm gonna do that one next because I've I've never sided with the Anarchs. I've never sided with okay, the Camarilla. Okay, but they're the coolest. I've always lone yeah. wolfed it. Always lone wolfed it. That's fair enough. And I've never sided with the Chinese people. Nor did I side well, with the. That one's a Tremere. funny ending, actually. <laughs> the uh, oh, I forget the the name of the type of empire that they are. Um, but you, you get a really funny comeuppance for that one. Yeah. N- none of them go well, particularly, um, except I think the Anarchs and Lone Wolf one. Yeah. But I... Fun, fun little, fun little adventure and like such a, such a fascinating, fascinating game. But I think it was probably also the first game that I played that didn't quite feel finished. But I thought oh, it was still amazing to me. That reminds me of the first game that I played where I was like, oh, games can be bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what was the first game that you played where you were like, oh, games can be bad? The Grinch. 
on the Dreamcast. The Grinch on the Dream. Okay, tell me, tell me about the Grinch on the Dreamcast. I can't because I was. It's 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 blocked. It it's PTSD at this point. Uh no. Hang on, hypnotherapy time. Uh, <laughs> no, never mind. <laughs> no. But like the Grinch is, uh, like a cash grab kind of thing where you go collect like a billion presents and you like steal presents from people and you like ground pound things and basically it was an action adventure. Think like Spyro, but set with the Grinch, but worse. Like the those... I need to admit that I've never played Spyro, but I have played Mario 64. Um, no, it's more like Spyro. <laughs> uh, isn't, isn't Spyro just like Mario 64, but you're a cool dragon? It's like Mario 64, but worse. Yeah. And then Grinch is like Spyro, but worse. Like Spyro is like an adventure fly dragon thing. And I think people like mm-hmm. it more for nostalgia purposes than actually like liking it. It's, it looks really cute. I've been watching uh, another friend of mine stream it. Yeah, I don't. It's it's like Return to Crondor. No one should play it except for the people that really enjoy it. Now I'm going to play Return to Grondor and Spyro, just to spite you both. Are you sure that you want to play Return to Grondor? No, but I'm going to now. It's too late. I'm going to return, and I, I I've never even been there in the first place. I'm going to return to this Grondor. It's awful to try to stream, but it can't oh be Oh gosh, done. I can imagine. Maybe I won't even stream it. I'll just like stream my, my, my feelings on it. <laughs> so I, I got it to stream. And like half the time, like your everything will break if you try to stream it, and then half the time it won't, because it's like it's it's Windows ninety eight game. Is this one of those games that might actually be easier to run in Wine than in modern Windows? I don't know. Cribes, that that's that's a whole adventure. Uh, yeah. so I guess speaking of like narrative based games, did you ever play Indigo Prophecies? London yes, I did. Or, or, or anything like Fallen London? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm talking about Indigo's Prophecies right now. Indigo Prophecies, it's too late. I'm already talking about Fallen London. You're doomed. I have no uh, idea what it's, that it's is. A, it's a browser. It's a browser based game that's all narrative. You can like subscribe to it to get more actions a day. Um, but otherwise you're, you're in this like sort of steampunk world where London has been stolen by bats and moved underground. Oh, it's the same setting as, um, Sunken Seas. Games. Oh, maybe. Um, but it, it was all, all narrative. Um, like there, there might be a, a scuffle or something that you get into. No, no, it's all text. Um, but it's like reading a, a very, very infinitely large, um, interactive book. It was just a really neat experience. Uh, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't no. feel like I, I need to go into too much detail about it. I, I was played, wondering if, if you were, had played like, anything like it with no combat whatsoever and just narrative. I played, I think, the first like my skate space game that I... Oh, that reminds me of like the time when I tried to learn how to do CSS, but I didn't know what CSS was a programming language. Uh, uh, it so sounds like Counter-Strike like, Source, excuse you. How dare you? How dare you? It's not what what is a cascading style sheet? I have no idea. Counter Strike Source, let's go. Uh, But like there's this this vampire game, right? And Mm -hmm. so like you gained up your minions and whatnot and 
Uh, it was all like, click this thing. There's no, it was all text-based kind of RPG. Um, yeah, that, that's all that I remember about it. Gaia Online. Was it, was it like a, a multi-user dungeon sort of thing? Oh, Gaia Online. Gaia Online. I never, I never played that, but I, I remember hearing a lot about it from people who did. Oh boy, it was like the anime version of Club Penguin. And Neopets. I also, I did play some Neopets. I did, I did do that. I remember eating the omelet all the time and being like, oh, it's communism. So I tried opening up the developer console on Neopets to try to like break things and I could never figure out how to do it. Well, it's unfortunate you could have stolen so many Neopets. You could be Neopet rich today. What if they're uh, like virtual Beanie Babies? They're like, like trying to Neopet hack those flash fungible tokens. It reminds me of Farmville, where you had to, where, where, like, you ran, like, a client to place all of your plots on one piece of land, and just kind of hack things. And then I tried to impress, like, uh, people that I wanted to date by saying, like, hey, look at this Farmville. <laughs> You're like, hey, check out my farm. Because Ow. they were really... Look at my crops. So They're so firm and healthy. I see. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I just I really love that image though, Avery, of you like pulling out your phone and being like, "Hey, check out my virtual." I didn't farm, have baby. a phone. This was be back before smartphones. <laughs> okay, I don't know how old Farmville is. <laughs> I thought it was yeah. like a mobile Facebook game. It is, but not like not in the past. Wild. Yeah, like like right when it came out, like it was so easy to hack. You like had like so basically like the reason why I started playing it was because there was a person that I liked and I was like, hey, um if you if you play it, then I'll play it as well. And so like I tried to uh, I'm not I'm not gonna go there. You don't you don't have to. You don't have to. Yeah, <laughs> it's no, already a pretty fun good. and cute and cute story. I don't think you need to yeah. I do, I do love that idea though, hacking flash games to to impress romantic partners. I wish I <laughs> thought of that. Could have cleaned up in my teenage years. Oh well. So yeah, that's that's the start of my so I didn't know anything that computer pro programming language were a thing. I just thought like you downloaded things and things happened. And I mean so, that's how computer programming works. You go to um like Stack Overflow and you you download the code and then coding happens. <laughs> you copy and then you paste. Yeah, yeah, and I did that so often when I was like starting out. Like, do you remember like forums? Like, you post in do, forums. Do, yes. <laughs> so I tried to run a forum, and like I got into like the Sonic forum, and I tried like doing art and stuff, and like I did stuff in like Paint, uh, and then I figured out like Paint.net was a thing, and then holy cow! Uh, and then like I made my own sprite sheet for a game. Uh, Sonic Final Fantasy Sonic. That was a thing on Newgrounds. That uh, sounds amazing. Yeah, I talked to the developer and like I had, I can't find it anymore, but um, he put my sprite in his game. Uh, was that your, your, your first contribution to a game? Yeah. That's a really cool one, actually. <laughs> yeah. And like Final Fantasy Sonic, later on, now there's like a million people who watched like the history of Final Fantasy Sonic. I was like, I was there. 
I was a part of that forum. <laughs> you were like, a part of that history. There was there was a banner art that ha- that was that I made for it once. I, I have so many questions about what Final Fantasy Sonic is, having played no of either. I mean, I played Final Fantasy Seven. Do you I remember like point and click, like you click and attack? That's it. <laughs> and so imagine like Final Fantasy where you click attack, and like you have like skills and you do skills. Basically, it's that but worse, and all Sonic themed. Okay, and all Sonic themed. That sounds kind of rad, actually. Uh, how do we want to wrap this one up? Um, so we will do, so you can find me at, and that's how I'll end it, right? <laughs> just, just right there. Just right there. Just right there. You can find, you can find Avery Dance at dot, dot, <laughs> dot, 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 to be continued. Jojo music plays. Okay. Let's do actual outros. Let's do actual outros. You go first because I started this one off. Affirmative. Well, I am Avery Dance. Um, I have a video game that I created with Bunny out that you can go play. Um, I have a novel that I wrote that you can go read for free. It's forever free. So if you like um, mystery heist novels, uh, set in sci-fi um, about a trans character, you can go read that. Um, I stream on Twitch. I have a YouTube channel. Um, I'll probably have more things that I do in the future, but right now those are it. You can find most of that, if not all of that, at twitch.tv forward slash miss underscore dance. So that's ms underscore dance. D-A-N-C-E. Bunny? Awesome possum. Hi, I, it is me, a Banui. Um, I have been and will continue to be, you can't stop me now, uh, Bunny Hearted. You can find me at twitch.tv slash Bunny Hearted where I am a cozy, comfy VR tuber and sometimes play cute little indie games. I also have other things like on the TikToks and the Twitters and all of those stuffs. Um, but you should just come to my Twitch because you'll, you'll find all of it from there. Anyways, I appreciate you. Thank you for hanging out. I hope you have an amazing and wonderful rest of your day and that your ears listen to only beautiful sounds like attractive snorts.